Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Here on our draft recap show, Saints General Manager Mickey Loomis dropped some breadcrumbs yesterday a little bit at his uh, press conference as to what the future might hold, in particular with roster moves, etc. I'll let him explain it, and then we'll tell you what the, what it means. Here is Saints General Manager Mickey Loomis. When we look at our roster, we've got – all these magnets up, right? And there's blank magnets that get us from, you know, where we're at to 90. And some of those magnets get filled in with draft picks. Some of them get filled in with college free agents. But there'll be a couple left over. And some of the magnets have, you know, comments on them. We must have a player at this position that can, you know, is ready to play in the NFL right now. And some of them are needs, some of them are musts, and some of them are just wants. We call that, you know, that's the way we categorize them. And so, um, you know, when, when the, um, you know, college free agents, you know, when that thing gets done, we're going to have a couple blank magnets, and, and um, you know, we'll, we'll, we'll look toward free agency, the remaining free agents, veteran free agents that are out there, and uh, maybe even the trade market, you know, we'll see. Will any of those say must? Um, yeah, one of them will for sure. <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, not really. You guys can guess that. You, you, you probably know it already. Hmm. And we just learned a tweet from Adam Schefter at ESPN. What's the tweet say, Jeff Nowak? Oh, you're putting me on the spot here. My my computer went down. Um, basically, you know, the Saints are going to. He's saying the Saints are going to kind of re up their interest. Uh, in Tyron Matthew, the Saint, the safety, the veteran safety, New Orleans native, played for Kansas City the last few seasons, also played for the Texans, the Cardinals. I think that's it. Yeah, yeah and I mean, it, it, Mickey didn't come out right and say it, but we all know what he's talking about. Saints didn't get a safety in the draft. They do not have a starting safety or a starting free safety, in my opinion, on the roster, and uh, he's got to be the top target. Yeah, and, and it makes a lot of sense uh, in particular because they visited with him before the draft. Yep. All right, so this will be a second kind of visit. Yeah. And I said it the first time, that they're not going to do anything with Tyra Matthew until after the draft. They're going to try, and that's how it unfolded. See if they have a safety fall to them. They don't. So they're going to go back and, and visit with, with the Honey Badger yet again, and I think something will materialize out of that. Yeah, so is it, is it tomorrow or Tuesday was, when they don't count? I was just about to Monday, say that Monday at 3 p.m. is when you can start okay. signing free agents without them counting against the compensatory draft pick formula. Like, you could have dropped signed to at any point right but if they sign another free agent you know i think that's another they already, reason why they already kind of uh 
you know, messed up that boat by signing Andy Dalton when they did, because I think that's going to keep them out of the third round comp pick, but they're probably still in line, line for a seventh round comp pick. And that's, that's why you would, would hold off on it. Yeah. The compensatory um, selection process and deter, the term, is a little weird to me, but it simply explained if you, if you lose more high priced free agents or, or if you lose more high uh, end free agencies or free agents, then you sign, then you right. sign, then you get a compensatory pick based on uh, how good that player, how impactful that player was. For example, like losing to Ron Ar- Armstead would, would, would qualify you for potentially um, a compensatory pick. And Marcus Williams. Yeah. Or Marcus Williams. But you've already, you already canceled that out with Marcus May and uh, Andy, Andy Dalton. Yeah. Right. Somehow but if they, they had not signed each other, I think we talked about a little about that the other day. It's like I don't, I don't understand how those two players will equate to the two that you just lost. I don't think anyone really understands, <laughs> but it's fine. We just let we just let it happen. Jimmy in Metairie, what's going on, Jimmy? You're on WWL. Yeah, hey guys. Yeah, I, I agree. We need to get Tyran in here. We need a a seasoned safety who can get our guys in position because right now I don't see anybody who could do that. It would be like a Chinese fire drill back there. So yeah, we need him. Well, I, I think you're discounting Marcus May. I mean, as a seasoned veteran, he's a <laughs> he, he, he he's, not, he's seasoned. He's not a free safety. He's not the, the free safety who's going to make the calls. On yeah, you need two. You need two safeties, yeah. right? You, there's two starting safeties. Yeah, I agree with you that, yeah. that that Tyron Matthew, his veteran presence would help, but I think you're you're underselling Marcus May. Yeah, and my my real question was regarding uh, the cornerback that we got in the second round. Uh, Alante Taylor. I heard that he was really uh, scheduled to be like a third or a fourth round pick. I was wondering what what uh, Mike Dettelier's response was when we picked him right away. Was surprised? He was not surprised. But the two other gentlemen in this room like it as well. Listen, the the mock drafts. And I was just going to say, unfortunately, the Saints didn't have a third or fourth round pick. So <laughs> right, yeah. And the mock drafts, um, by and large, outside of the first round. I don't trust them from these publications, and I really don't. I really don't trust them even in the first round. These general managers and pro personnel guys and college scouter scouting directors, this is their jam. This is what they do. Three sixty-five, so they have three hundred sixty-five days. They're already working on next year's draft. My point is that their draft board is going to look vastly different than Mike Dettelier does a draft book doesn't anymore, but used to, and his his grade. It's going to be different than the Saints or name your team. Only because Mike Dettelier can't quite get all the information that, that's available to these 32 teams. He can't. That's not a knock against them. He can't have the interviews, the, the, the workouts, the private workouts with them, and that's the way it goes. And, and keep in mind, and I say this a lot, it's like there is no consensus draft board among no. these teams. You're not drafting against all 31 other teams. A lot of times you're drafting against one other team. Because all it would take is a one other team picking behind you or getting aggressive and moving up to take that guy. And then it's like, okay, you're not worried about whether the entire league thinks this guy's a second-round pick. You're worried about a team like the Seahawks, who uh, we reported it on WWL Radio yesterday that he, they had him in for a top 30 visit. you know, And they had a lot of a lot of a capital to work with. And if they come up and take that guy, you can't you, – there's philosophical approaches to the draft. Either you take the guy you want, you go and get him, or you go back and you collect assets, but you can't do it both ways. You can't trade back and also assure you get your guy. So I think that's where you're looking at it, and you're like, wow, a lot of these mock drafters had him in the third or fourth round. Great. But if one team has him in the second round, you're not getting him in the second round, and that's where the Saints got him. And, and I, I can't fault that approach. And to Steve's point, they didn't have a third rounder. So you spend it early because you don't think he's going to be – he certainly won't be there in the fifth round. 
if this was a guy they had coveted, yes, it's whole, it makes sense then why they grabbed him in round two because, like I just said, you know, no third or fourth rounder. They didn't have the capital to get really back into this draft, I feel like. I, I also look at the second and third rounds very similarly. You're probably going to get a player that is a quasi-starter. There is no real starter in the NFL if you look at it defensively in particular because most of the time you're starting in a nickel. You're playing in a nickel. So, look, second and third round – if he's got a third-round grade and the Saints picked him in the second round, it's different if he, if they picked him in the second round and he had a seventh-round grade. <laughs> okay, we got problems then. Second round, third round? Meh. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, see, I would be more concerned if, if, if we found out after the draft that the Saints really never talked to him. Yes. Right? Because you're, you're looking at players, you're scouting players, you're learning about players, and if you, if you ask him after the draft, oh, did you hear a lot from the Saints? You're like, no, yeah, they did. I hadn't heard from him at all, but they took me. Like, no, the answer was, yeah, we talked to the senior ball. We talked to my pro day. We went out to a dinner. They had me on the field for a private workout. Like, okay, they know him. They know this guy. They understand who they're drafting. So, That's the theme of every player right. they picked this weekend. Right. They've had, they had interactions with him either at the senior bowl or uh, a private workout or both. Uh, or, or at the combine, are all three. So uh, they—that's a very much, um, very much. It's very obvious, I should say, that they took their time and made sure that they not only drafted players that they liked, but players they knew they felt like they knew well, yeah. personality-wise, and also their ability to play on the field. And that's the thing that mock drafts will rarely ever encompass: is how much scouting one team has done on a particular prospect because again like i said you're not worried about the entire the entire field you're worried about one other team <laughs> taking the guy you want uh, and you can't wait on them. you know another thing mickey has told me this before they're mindful of the 2023 draft even in the 22 draft they know what in 2023 is likely going to be the meat and potatoes and it might be different than this year's draft so they do that does impact how they draft to a degree not like completely but there's some influence there yeah, and I asked Mickey about, you know, whether there was some, like, missed opportunities, and he was like, yeah, it was tough, but we didn't want to give away assets in the future having already given away assets in the future mm-hmm. already for these guys. Mm-hmm. So you wanted to ha- – you had to show some patience, and uh, he had, like, a pained look on his face. But he was like, yeah, we had to be patient, and um, I think they were tempted uh, at certain points. Certainly but, they yeah. were tempted. It's in Mickey's DNA. Right. He's aggressive. He, he's demonstrated that. He, he moves up all the time in drafts. He wasn't able. He did it this year too. He did it this year too in the first round. But he'll. Nice. He's yeah. He's moved up um, in, in in other rounds, later rounds too. I mean, they're not. They are not shy about going to get the guy they want. Yeah, it wasn't too long either. It was like you looked up and it was like, wait a minute, the Saints just made a deal and they're going to be on the clock. You start scrambling right away. That's that's one thing about the draft. You got to love the the constant flow and energy that goes on. You're just you always feel like you're on your toes with it. Yeah, look, this was a captain obvious moment before the draft. Hours before the draft kicked off uh espn put out a tweet from jeremy fowler that mickey loomis and the saints are, have made phone calls to look to move up <laughs> and back in the draft first round of the draft yes you think he, he does that every that year in his drafts and I just guess. like copies and pastes it but mickey year. acknowledges that every year on draft day they have conversations prior to the draft with teams but they also on draft day hey did anything change yeah you know the, is your asking price a little bit less than it was Two weeks ago when we talked? Oh, yeah, I think he's, that's just him doing his due diligence. When you yeah. talk about asking price, that's what I'm curious about. What is Teran Matthews' asking price? And everyone calls, oh, he's going to take the hometown discount. I, I don't really think that's happening. No, I think he could, but it's not going to be veteran minimum. <laughs> no, no, right. No. You're not doing that. Uh, but I think 
I think he there as Jeff pointed out, I think during one of the breaks, that I think he genuinely wants to be in New Orleans. He wants to play for the Saints. And if that's the desire, I'm sure he communicated that to the Saints and the Saints recognize, well, that's a little bit of leverage in, in their favor. In the Saints I mean, he's put that out on Twitter. It's yeah. not exactly a mystery. He's hanging out in Louisiana all month. He's out at LSU's spring game. He, he likes it here. He lives here. Responding <laughs> with little Florida leads to any fans that are saying, come home to Ram. Right. Right. Yeah. <laughs> I don't think it's a mystery on that front. Jimmy, thanks for the phone call. We will step away and wrap up our draft recap here on WWL.
online at www.com. You can read an article about the Saints draft pick um, in the fifth round, DeMarco Jackson's hobbies. Well, he's film grinding, and he's a calf wrestler. I did not know that. Yes. And it doesn't mean wrestling people with your calves. It means wrestling calves. <laughs> right. Yes. That would be hard to wrestle people with your calves because your calves – yeah. Can't really do anything. Oh, yeah, maybe with your weak, weak little calves. But you know, some of us work on our calves. No, I, I've got pretty good calves. <laughs> I'm talking about they don't have an appendage where you, they, they, you, know, you can't grab something with your calves unless you're maybe like Arnold Schwarzenegger and you're you're that ripped. Well, but, you were just uh, saying the goal is to get them with their their legs up in the air. Well, we're we're talking about yes, real life yeah. calf wrestling. We're talking about calves. Isn't like you know cows. Excuse. I derailed this conversation yeah. quickly. So yeah, so you uh, look it up. It's quite a thing. Um, I feel kind of bad for the calves, but you know I can understand the athleticism required to do it. And I uh, my my kind of initial take is yeah, if you can tackle a cow, I imagine you can tackle a human. Um, but yeah, you kind of just dive. So off. you grew up on a farm. He grew up on a farm out in South Carolina, Spartanburg, which uh, you know Zion Williamson's uh, stomping grounds. Mm-hmm. So uh, I would I I would like to see Demarco Jackson and Zion Williamson have a calf wrestling competition. I well, think that would easy, be fun. Easy, because Zion's Please, very, that's yeah. true. That's true. Zion's, Zion's very in the bubble. Yeah, he's he's bubble he's fragile. So, so we don't want Zion to miss his fourth NBA season because he got injured calf wrestling. Correct. That would be yeah. terrible yeah. news. Bad idea. Yeah, I guess I guess that's a that's a pipe dream for me. That's uh, or Smoke Monday, as as we might refer to it. <laughs> um, all right, so. That's pretty much a wrap. And <laughs> I, could, I could go for Gummy Sunday. And this has gone off the rails. <laughs> no, that's fine. Um, you can read about though. You can read about uh, Demarco Jackson's hobbies online at www.com. Anybody draft festing? Anybody? I mean, ja- jazz festing. That's I'll, the plan. I'll, I'm couch festing. Couch festing. It, yeah. Uh, it, it it the rain seems to have cleared up. I was a little worried earlier. It was coming down when I was coming in today, but uh, it seems to have cleared up. Hopefully, there's not too much mud out there because I was hoping to hoping to see uh, whatever is left of the Red Hot Chili Peppers. Uh, Man, every time I've today. seen them live, they're terrible. I was saying to you guys earlier, too, like last time they were here at Jazz Fest was having a great time. Everybody's riding high, feeling the buzz, and then they ended, and that the, sh- the set was 15 minutes short, so I was a mm. little peeved. I-, I can imagine. I can imagine. But I- every time I've seen them live, they're just not very good. But enjoy it, Jeff. Hopefully they'll <laughs> but be hey, good But hey, maybe they'll be good for you. Sounds great. I'm, I'm, I'm looking forward <laughs> to it. Yeah, I mean, you up for that. I, when I go to Jazz Fest, I'm never, I'm never going for a target. I'm just going for the – for the experience so it's like yeah. uh, i'm gonna work the around food, i'm right. not gonna sit there and watch the entire red hot chili pepper set but uh you know who knows i'm yeah. just uh, i'm Take glad it to in get your out own there. way it's been two years since we've been able to do this so i'm lsu baseball festing so i'm going like like you I'm yeah gonna, I'll, I'll be i'll be on my couch watching LSU i hear, baseball I hear game drew Brees is short. throwing out the first pitch today he That's is something. drew Brees is throwing out the first pitch that would always amaze me according to lsu sports do network you, do you think he's gonna lick his fingers before he throws it what, <laughs> i what's bet he does yes i bet he does he'll probably he's probably warming up right now like oh, you to, know it. He's he's competitive. He's he's getting his yeah. arm loose. He's gonna I'm throw sure. a hard slider. Probably. Yeah, he's not gonna get up there and just throw the traditional. Uh, let me just get it over the plate. Right. Well, so this is a conversation. Do you think he's gonna like actually get up there and throw a, like a legit like fastball, or is he gonna play it safe? Because when you do, when you go up there and you try to overthrow it, that's when you see people get embarrassed. I think the competitor in him will not allow him. I agree. To be a full that. speed pitch. Yeah. I agree, but it's an interesting conversation. I he think has to justify be- to himself. Yes, I can do this. I am a professional thrower of things, and I can for do sure. this. Yes. Yeah. All right, that's a wrap for Draft Recap. Simplify, I'm out.
This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai. There's joy in every journey. 